0: Do you want to be our Scooter Brother? This is Grand Theft Podcast. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Grand Theft Podcast, where we take a rose-tinted look back at our favourite GTA games while eagerly holding out our empty gaming bowls and asking, Please Rockstar, can we have some more? I'm your host, Gareth, and with me each week is the life invader to my Facebook, the sprunk to my Sprite, the boss
1: act to my Nasdaq, it's co-host Gary. Hello, hello. How is everyone doing? Are we all doing good? I think we're doing all right. How are you? I'm doing grand. Six days. Six days to go. Six days to go. It's not long. It is really not long at all. Uh, Yeah. And uh, in preparation, I've been playing through GTA 3 again. Brilliant. I love it it's
0: get right there. yeah clear. it's so
1: good it's so so good see i i still need to finish
0: ballad of gay because I, I i worry that i'll never finish it and you need or not at least until yeah, after I play this. yeah
1: and you need to finish it before the trilogy is out definitely but, yeah because
0: nothing else is getting played. no
1: nothing nothing else you have three brilliant games that are just going to consume your life like a sarlacc like a sarlacc yeah a sarlacc that might be able to escape from. yeah but Yeah, uh, well well we'll we'll find out about that as well <laughs> later this year. We hope we find out about it. Yeah. Did you see the trailer? I did, yeah, it looked really good. It Very. does look pretty good. Uh I'm excited for that. I'm excited for the trilogy. I'm excited for oh, just lots of good games coming out. <laughs> <laughs> just lots of cool stuff. Um I forgot about
0: the uh all the stuff hitting Disney Plus. Um yeah. which is which is pretty good.
1: Yeah. I just need to take I just, just When's <laughs> lottery? Yeah, just win the lottery or get put back on furlough, like one of those two. Totally, yeah. yeah. Lock down, lock down. <laughs> <laughs> so we could do this all the time. Totally, yeah. we'd have five episodes a week. Oh yeah, we would, we would, and a special two episodes as well, bonus ones. Yeah, yeah, with two two behind the scenes ones.
0: Uh, totally, uh, that would that would be that would be quite exciting. Yeah. Um, so, oh. Yeah, we took a break this time, didn't we? We did take a break last time because it was yeah. very spooky. I, th- I I, feel like I was haunted for a little while. Yeah. Because um, uh, there were some strange things coming across the microphone that I think we were both haunted for a little while. And it was very spooky, so we had to take a little bit of a break um, yeah. and sit with the lights on for a little while. So we, we hope that we didn't traumatize anybody too much Yeah, uh, well, with last week's episode.
1: Hope so. Hope so. Um,
0: yeah. But now that we're back into the land of the living, um, we've been talking about our top 10 games of all time. Yes, um, we have and thank you very much for the feedback a couple of people have said that they're really enjoying listening to these ones so and there's a few games that people have not played so they're they're wanting to go and find out about some of
1: these so amazing i believe it is your turn is it my turn sure yeah sure why not okay well if it if it is or if it isn't okay Right. Ooh, I get to talk about this game. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> I'm very, very excited. So as many of you know and yourself, Gareth, know that mm-hmm. I am a huge um horror game fan. I love yes. um I'm like Resident Evil's one of my favourite franchises of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just something about horror games that like I find them scarier than films because you're actually your actions affect what happens in that world like yeah. uh, whereas like you sit and watch a scary movie like jump scares are all designed and stuff like that just to give you like a quick sort of like bit of a adrenaline rush and stuff like that whereas yeah, yeah. like the like is like in a film you'd be walking down a corridor and mm-hmm. uh and as soon as you turn there'll be a ghost or a zombie or something like that there yeah yeah but in a game you are walking down the corridor and you have to make the choice to turn the corner and I just think it adds so much more like tension and suspense and everything like that because you feel like your actions affect like the actual world and stuff and as much as I love Resident Evil and I, I champion this series over a lot of other franchises and stuff like that there is one franchise that does come close to rivaling it and mm-hmm. there is one game that is far superior to any resident evil game that i have ever uh. played and that game is silent hill 2 Ucha. so silent hill for me uh i got it as a like a it was the bonus disc for metal gear solids uh I th- yeah, it was the bonus disc in Metal Gear Solid. So I played yeah. the demo of it, and I couldn't get past the first bit because I was so scared. But thanks to that game, I got over mm-hmm. my fear of Resident Evil because Resident Evil was all brightly lit and coloured and stuff. <laughs> 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 but um, but Silent Hill as as a game as a like uh, as a psychological horror, and I think psychological horror gets me more because it messes with your head rather than yeah, being like very visceral, very um, like very forefront very like there's more under the hood than than meets the eye sort of thing mm-hmm. with psychological horror and uh silent hill uh so it was it was a branch off team of konami um that pretty much so there were a bunch of renegades really uh that um like they weren't making deadlines they weren't doing all this kind of stuff and uh, mm. they got challenged to make um a game that would rival resident evil and uh they weren't making deadlines they weren't doing that and then kanan we were just like fine honey go just do your own thing and that formed team silent which made the first four silent hill games and team silent is um i can never remember the names of the guys but there was like the director the character designer and the composer and those that trilogy of people created the aesthetic the feeling of Silent Hill, and it is something that is just oh, it's like it's unsettling, it's unnerving, it's uh, mm. it just crawls under your skin, it just like makes you feel really uncomfortable. And um, the first Silent Hill, like it was all proper three D backgrounds and everything like that, but uh, the way they mass draw distance with the fog was yeah. an absolute stroke of genius because it just yeah. added so much to this town. But I've talked enough about Silent Hill 1, (laughs) let's go on to the (laughs) the superior, Silent Hill 2. And Silent Hill 2 is, it's not a direct sequel to Silent Hill 1. Okay. It's a brand new story, and the basic premise of the story is that your main character, James Sutherland, gets a letter from his wife saying, come to Silent Hill, it's our special place. And he's like, wait a minute, you've been dead for three years. (laughs) Like how can you do that so he goes along to silent Hill, and uh yeah just gets engulfed in this big massive like like just horror like just descends on him and uh it's it all like he meets up with different characters and stuff like that in it's like and they're all like have some form of psychological trauma and -hmm. stuff like that um and uh you kind of learn like as you go down and stuff like that, like the first game was all about like a, like an evil cult sort of like resurrecting, like pretty much Satan. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, but the second one, it gives you a bit more like kind of like uneasiness of the town and stuff like that. And the fact that like the town feels alive and it like takes, takes forms and stuff like that. And, uh, I can't, not go into spoilers for this game because, like, it, need, it needs to... It needs to... I need to talk about it because it is amazing. I think this game is old enough that that yeah. is okay. I think that's
0: perfectly, <laughs> yeah. perfectly
1: fine. Yeah, perfectly fine. But I think I think it hits my point home more if I do talk about it because I can't just say, it's like, oh, it's amazing and, like, it has all these kind of aesthetic... Like, this whole kind of sub plot and everything like that. But, uh, yeah, I can't just be like, yeah it has this but i can't tell you what it is uh? uh. yeah <laughs> so uh yeah so spoilers if you haven't played silent hill 2 if you want to play silent hill 2 and experience one of the best uh psychological horror stories ever mm-hmm. uh then stop listening uh come along when Gareth's speaking about his game but uh yeah so uh you know the character pyramid head absolutely yes, famous yeah. synonymous and um, yeah absolutely iconic like just massive metallic like Pretty much an Iron Maiden stuck on his head with a massive Mm -hmm. sword. And basically, he's almost like Nemesis. He stalks you throughout the whole game and stuff like that. And um, you learn towards the end of the game that uh, you end up going to the hotel where your wife says to go meet you and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But you keep learning about like little things that just aren't right and they aren't like they're just not adding up. And uh, it's almost like Dead Space in a way okay with that kind of story so um so she is dead uh the wife is dead but james killed her oh james killed her because she is suffering from uh i think it was some form of cancer and stuff like that and uh she was pretty much bedridden and stuff like that and um Basically, I think she asked him to put her out of her misery. Yeah. And so he ends up smothering her with uh, a pillow. Okay. And that. And the whole idea of Pyramid Head is that he's a manifestation of his guilt that is hunting him down and punishing him. Ooh. Yeah. And then at the end, when you discover, when you like, you watch the tape. Yeah. And basically, you see like this shot of uh, James Sutherland uh over the bed and stuff like that and she's just like i mm-hmm. th- i don't want to go on i like i can't i hate what this is doing to you and he's yeah. like oh I, I i'm like and he's sexually frustrated as well because his wife is like been ill for so long and stuff like that and that's another thing with the mem- uh know the nurses Inside yeah, the helm. yeah, yeah. So a lot of the monsters and this and stuff like that take on some kind of like sexual forms and like seductive, weird kind of forms, and that's yep. all to do with James's sexual frustration. Got you. Yeah, and it's it's just like it has so many different layers to this game, and like at the end, once you find out that like James is killed. um, like, killed, killed his wife and stuff like that. And there's a fun fan theory, which I'm going to say at the end, but uh, mm-hmm. which I think has almost been confirmed as well, which is quite cool. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like, so once once he realizes, like, that he's accepted his guilt, he's accepted everything and stuff like that, then Pyramid Head just kills himself. Like, he takes himself out of the fight oh. com- completely. And then at the end, you have to face the manifestation of uh, Maria, your wife. Okay, And there's another... Uh, is it, was it Maria? I can't. Am- I can't remember. There's. Uh, I think Maria is. So you meet another girl in Silent Hill as well, mm-hmm. and she looks identical to your wife and stuff like that. And she's like, uh, she's more like she's more seductive. She's more like kind of like that. Uh, but she's pretty much a manifestation of. Uh, James' psyche as well. Shit. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like he keeps seeing her die in like gruesome ways and stuff like that and uh, yeah. it's just him punishing himself for for that. It's... Fuck. It's absolutely brilliant. It's so good.
0: I didn't know any of that about it. I just, really? I just figured it was... Yeah. Yeah, no, oh, it's- no, no, not at all. I just... Thought it was man walking around creepy yeah. place getting chased by yeah. creepy things.
1: Oh no, it's got so much more to it. And like this game is just its own standalone thing. Like there's no sequel. There's no. Oh, okay. There's no direct sequel. Like Silent Hill three is a direct sequel to one. Got you. Yeah, but Silent Hill two lives in its own little bubble, and uh, I don't think it needs anything. There's different endings as well. You have like um, you have an ending with, like where you accept everything and you kind of go off and like live your life Mm -hmm. there's one where you accept what you've done but you still can't get over it so you basically drive your car over uh, uh, over a bridge and drown okay. and uh, like there's all these different endings there's there's two joke endings right <laughs> there's a UFO ending perfect uh, which was in the first one as well and basically like all uh, like aliens just come and invade and like abduct you and the protagonist from the first game is there as well and he's like yeah help <laughs> And no way. and there's another one as well where basically everything that's been happening in the game has been controlled by a dog <laughs> I'm aware of this as yeah, well yeah the dog ending That's Yeah, good. yeah, it, yeah. It, it's very very funny it's very very funny uh, but funny. yeah th- this game like is like I c- cannot champion it in terms of its design its story uh, the soundtrack in it and it's just it's beautiful it's a beautiful game uh, ugly beautiful <laughs> is probably the best way to describe it yeah but uh, the fun fan theory is that when you pull up at the start in the car hmm uh, your wife's in the back, like like dead. Your wife's in the back of the car. Yeah, shit. Everyone thought everyone thought she was in the boots, but I think the director confirmed that she is in the back of the car.
0: So he basically
1: is driven her back there. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> it's it, it's oh it's amazing. It is oh it's it's uh, so good. So I know we we've
0: spoken about like previous bad remakes, but has this had a, a, a decent remake or is it still just PS2 that's a, the best place to play it? Uh,
1: PS2 is the best place to play it. Like uh, okay. it's, remember we talked about the the HD collection of... That was the yeah, Comic Sans. Yeah, the Comic Sans and the uh, Taking no the form. Fog Away and stuff like that. So yeah, it's... Um, yeah, it's not great. Like uh, but and different voice acting if you choose to, like you can choose the original voice acting if you want, but you can have like okay. Troy Baker be... Um, uh james sutherland and stuff uh but yeah it's um yeah best way to experience this is just on ps2 uh, until they uh like really properly up res it in hd it properly but uh yeah it's the best way and it still looks gorgeous on ps2 this is it's always
0: a very strong striking looking game yeah yeah. um
1: and it definitely does
0: come across as being really creepy i think yeah i think i know it more from cosplay yeah um
1: than about anything else at this at this kind of point but it's maybe worth going through yeah well you you know it now and hopefully like i know what you're like with scary games so knowing what it what kind of like powerhouse story this game has like might force your way through it i it's i think it's definitely worth potentially a playthrough yeah um it's
0: a- with the lights on in the summer
1: yeah so <laughs> In
0: daylight. <laughs> in daylight. Yeah, that's it. I'll, okay, I'll okay. invite my mum round and she can sit in the room with me just, yeah.
1: to, <laughs> just to keep me safe. So yeah, uh, Silent Hill 2, my number six game of all time.
0: That's interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well. Well. I've had a really good think about mine. Okay. And it's one that stuck with me. Um, And it's, it's not necessarily the game, although the game is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. But it's, was one of my first proper co-op like games and again cool. it's a a start to finisher you can you can start playing it and finish it in one in quite easily and it's really good fun to do because it's it's very skillful um if you know the game inside out then you know exactly where to stand at each given time kind of yeah, thing yeah. you know how to attack each boss kind of thing but then you can learn to do it with two of you um and it becomes so much fun from that point. And again, it was one of those that like two, three in the morning, yeah. you know, you were crashing over at your mate's house and go, oh, let's, let's just start this game and finish it in a one and oh. sit there till about five. Um, and even if you died, you just start again and yeah. go all the way through it until you finished it. This game yep. has a couple of names depending on where you're from. Ooh. So here we bought Super Alien versus Pro Protector. Oh. Or Contra.
1: Contra. Oh, amazing. It's- amazing yeah it's so so good Oh man! like i haven't thought about contra so, in ages <laughs> it's it's just it's just like it's kind of action movie the game yeah um like i like it always gave me that like 80s action arnie slice alone kind of stuff yeah
0: and i think that's the way it was supposed to be especially for contra itself yeah um but we got this version with like robots instead of like human uh, yeah, characters yeah. to play as um and i don't know why it was changed from contra to alien versus Pro Protector. um i think it was tied in with another series of games. okay. um i think that's that's the way because I, I believe there's a second one that's like it doesn't seem to have anything to do with it but mm. um if you check out contra you will see exactly what's going on. and I ju- it's just one of those that it's a side scrolling shooter. Yeah, yeah. um it's not overly complicated. it's very good at what it does. Mm. it's beautifully designed. Mm-hmm. Um, those bad, uh, those like m- massive monsters that there's like sub-bosses and then okay. there's like massive bosses. So the sub-bosses just come crashing out halfway through a level. Um, okay. I've got great kind of moving parts. It almost looks like Jabba the Hutt in that you can imagine like <laughs> 17 guys behind it yeah, kind of yeah, moving at yeah. all, um, like puppeteers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got to, you know, it's, it's all about like attack patterns. Yeah, yeah. Making sure you're standing in the right place to avoid... Spray uh, like projectiles, and yeah. then getting there and attack, and uh, making sure you get the weak point uh, until it. Sometimes it would shrink down into smaller parts, and like the bigger parts would blow off. Yeah. Um, and there was always checkpoints and stuff. So if if your teammate died, you had to get to the next checkpoint before you, they mm. can come back in. And yeah, it had everything. Like there was oh, such a good um boss battle right at the end of a level where you kind of get stuck in this this room
1: mm-hmm.
0: and. You could hang off of stuff as well. You could hold on with one arm and yeah. still shoot. Uh, and there was loads of rockets that came in. In fact, he had two arms that came in and just pulled like the, the doors apart. And it was just a big head and you were just sitting there shooting this head for about yeah. five minutes solid. Um Again, another game that you got very good at holding the shoot button and still like wiggling your thumb in order to like yeah. jump um, and holding the shoulder buttons to hold on. And yeah. pff, the whole time it was absolutely amazing. Just so cool. There was... Like, levels where you had to jump from rocket to rocket. Yeah, yeah. And not only was it a moving platform level, which in the 16-bit era was A, a trope, and B, a bloody annoying trope. Yeah. But these would explode if you held on to them too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they were they were missiles. They were timed. So you had yeah, to yeah. keep moving and shooting. Absolutely mental. Absolutely crazy. But it was one that me and my mates would just sit, put on at, like, like I say, 2 in the morning, and we'd just go, right, we're going to finish this. Uh, and we'd sit and play until the sun came up. And then, without yeah. even sleeping, I would just go home. It's... <laughs>
1: utterly brilliant uh it's been a long time since i played contra i would highly recommend it yeah i i i have played it like um probably not to the same extent as yourself but um like uh, i think it's more of a recent thing because i um mm-hmm. I, th- I think it's on the um i think it's on the nintendo uh store i think well the, uh the online switch thing that's cool. I think it's on there. So, like, I just out of curiosity, like, because there, there was a lot of games like I never had when I was um, yeah, yeah. when I was younger uh, because I was Sega rather than Nintendo at that point, point. Mm-hmm. and so I never tried like Star Fox. I never did uh, a link to the past. I never did um, like uh, Super Mario World and stuff like that oh wow yeah so um so yeah i was just going through like just a bunch of games and stuff like that that i heard like good things about and stuff like that so like i i spent a day just like dabbling through all the old stuff that's on there and i was like mm-hmm. oh absolutely brilliant but yeah i uh, i think i remember playing contra at one of my friends houses when i was younger mm-hmm. as well so i think i was a uh, friend up in bucky i think but yeah um yeah like uh it's Yeah, it's it's great. Like I just remember having good fun with it. It is, it is. It's one of those. It's one of those classic. Yeah. Um. Sure. And again, probably wouldn't have like
0: certain elements of like Modern Warfare or or like Halo and stuff like that without a game like that. Um. Yeah. With those kind of like designs, um, not only the like the bad guys, but the the level design and and the the entire aesthetic of some of those weapons and the power ups and stuff that you would get, but um. It's not overly complicated. There's yep. not much to explain, um, other than get it. And if you can play it in co-op as well, because it's yep. just so much fun. And you got to really sit down and learn it. Yeah, uh, which is which is which is is good, very yeah. rewarding. Yeah, 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 totally awesome. And that's me.
1: Yeah. That's mine. Yeah. Oh, top five, top five next next week. We are. It's getting tougher. It's getting really, really. Yeah. Tough. Um, yeah. I've to really. Um, uh, like not research my uh, fifth entry, but like I need to articulate my uh, my my thoughts Ooh. about it. That's yeah. interesting because it is going to be
0: a doozy. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Well, that just leaves one more thing before we get on with some news. Yeah, it's time for Gary Watch. Gary, in what order are you going to be playing the definitive edition this week?
1: Uh, I'm going to play it um, New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi.
0: That's Gary Watch. Now it's time to look at some news, leaks and rumours surrounding GTA in a segment that we like to call... Weasel News, confirming your prejudices. Now we're not going to be breaking any headlines. Hey, we're not even going to be well informed. But we've got the microphones, so you have to listen. In the last couple of weeks, a certain company called The Facebook have decided <laughs> to change their name. Yes. And within that, mm-hmm. they announced that they have a VR hat um, called the Oculus. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. And
0: there is being uh, there is a very special edition of GTA San Andreas being developed for it yeah. by
1: The Rockstar. Yeah. The Rockstar, yeah. For yeah. the VR hat. Yeah. um, So uh, Oculus. Uh, The Oculus Quest 2 has had possibly one of its best entries, uh, which I am very jealous of at the moment, which is uh, Mm -hmm. Resident Evil 4 VR, which looks amazing fun. And uh, yeah, I really just want to experience that game in VR. But uh, yeah, just with that getting released, I think a couple of weeks ago, um, Mm -hmm. and now uh, San Andreas is getting that treatment as well. Yeah. And um, yeah, like being able to VR San Andreas is going to be so cool. <laughs> so
0: it is. It's yeah. going to be really cool. I think there's some there's some questions, I think, for me. The first thing I thought of was... I'll try and answer them. Thank you. Good. Thank <laughs> yeah. you, uh, Gary Zuckerberg. Um, yeah. There's a few, few questions I have. Um, first of all, and I mean this with no disrespect to one of the greatest games of all time, but why San Andreas?
1: Because it's everyone's favorite. That's the main reason. And I think... Um, having having that like i don't think they could do gta 5 in vr Mm -hmm. i think it's i think it's too technical i think it's too um like i think the most they could probably get out of vr would be maybe like the first section of gta 5 in terms of like yeah. amount of data and stuff like that. So I think San Andreas is probably a better choice in terms of like its older tech. It's stuff mm-hmm. that should convert quite easily. Plus, they've been reworking this game and they've been rebuilding this game in the new engine and stuff like that. So it could be running in Unreal at this point. Yeah, And uh depends what developer is taking it on as well because it'll be a different developer that is going to be handling the VR port of this game and I'm not entirely sure if that's been announced. Um, I'm not sure. You know what?
0: Yep. Live Googles. Live Googles.
1: Is developing...
0: Developing VR. Mm-hmm. So apparently it's been working for years to get this done. Okay. Um, But I can't see
1: at the time of recording because i don't think it would be rockstar who oh oh who did who did um who did Ellie noir the vr files oh i'm not sure actually uh live google <laughs> live googles live googles because they could be the ones that do it uh yeah that would make quite a lot of sense yeah uh l a Noir. Noire VR. Oh. So it's for the Oculus. And Mm -hmm. uh, it is developed by Rockstar Games. Well, I was was under the understanding.
0: It was at least in conjunction with with Rockstar. Um, Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. Um, Should we change their name to Grand Theft Meta? uh,
1: I think so. Or just just Meta? Just Meta. Just just Meta, yeah. Metacast. (laughs) Metacast. (laughs) <laughs> yeah good okay
0: just it seems to be
1: yeah the way forward yeah the thing to do yeah yeah, yeah okay. um I was, I was confused at first because all the headlines were coming up and saying it's like oh facebook's changing its name and stuff and i was thinking oh is that like the app is changing its name but no it's the like the blanket the un- holding company or the, yeah the yeah. blanking umbrella that has like facebook uh whatsapp uh oculus uh instagram all that Instant kind of stuff and stuff yeah yeah
0: totally um yeah, cuz obviously if you're a big evil mega corporation, uh yeah, just change your name and we'll forget all the shit you've done.
1: Yeah, definitely.
0: Well done, Zuckerberg, <laughs> with your little fake mustache and glasses on. It's not that fucking easy, is it? Um but you have you have distracted us with a very cool version of San Andreas. So thank
1: you. <laughs> oh, amazing. <laughs> um yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm Okay, well uh, well yeah, if um if that's live Googling there was accurate, uh then yep. if uh Ellie Noir, the VR files was uh Rockstar that produced it, that developed mm-hmm. it, then yeah, they may ha- might no, they may have uh like uh VR like section of the company Division, now and stuff. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um yeah, um like do you think it will be OG? san andreas in terms of like it'll be older graphics or do you think it'll be newer graphics i think it i guess it kind of depends on who's who's doing it i suppose um yeah i think is it rockstar
0: dundee that's the the official name of of pure gym now uh, yeah yeah i think if rockstar dundee are doing it and they're you know they've dealt with all of the uprising and, and, yeah. and whatever's happening um with this i think it would be the like you say that unreal version of it yeah. um just because the way that the VR hats, like the, the amount of, like, um, uh, the ratio of the the, the screen and stuff yeah. like that, you know, it's going to be a little bit wider and uh, you're going to have more peripheral vision and things yeah. like that. I, I I, think they would have to kind of up it. Um, mm-hmm. I would imagine that the, the technical limitation of the old version would mean that it just wouldn't translate properly into, yeah. into first person like that. Um, mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how first person on these new versions um, work work yeah how it looks and how it
1: is yeah that's if we get it yeah that that still hasn't been confirmed yet okay um and we'll know in six days (laughs) (laughs) yeah we will we will know
0: in six days yeah um yeah so i just i just don't know but i I would imagine it to be the new version i mean Mm -hmm. i don't know how impressive it would be walking around basically a spaghetti western you know saloon kind of like just a bunch of like
1: Building fronts, cardboard cutouts. Um, if that would be too too impressive, yeah, um, yeah. No, I think I think it would probably have to be the Unreal versions of it. Yeah, yeah. Which um, I'm so excited about.
0: Yeah. Oh, I've just just thinking about even not even yeah. in VR. Just yeah. Well, I mean, just getting onto Grove Street like that.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, like uh, if we find out that it does have first person in six days, then uh, then mm. that's a like it was a good kind of. Measurement for what VR will kind of be like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll
0: just sit right up close to my telly.
1: Yep. <laughs> just sell tape the telly to your face <laughs> and just move about. Yeah, move around. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that's it. Walk on the cats, that
0: kind of thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd be really interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm very interested
1: to see how that's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think I'll buy one. <sighs> like, I've like I I think I do want to get VR at some point, but. uh mm. It's what, what to go for? Yeah. If yeah, yeah. If it's an Oculus, if it's, um, if it is, um, if it is the PlayStation VR, or if it's, um, mm-hmm. what's what's the other main one? Uh, what's Valve's one? Oh God, <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> I've forgotten thrice live googling thrice live googling once twice three times live googling (laughs) (laughs) uh vr headsets what have we got oculus quest uh hdc oculus go uh hdc vive the vive yeah um yeah oculus rift Is another one as well so i think the quest is facebook yeah they own it and i think the rift is steam compatible if i remember correctly go on, um but yeah um i think i don't know which one i would kind of go for like i think it might be a toss-up between the quest or playstation vr or the ps5 Mm -hmm. one when it comes out i think that's that's what i'm holding out yeah, I think just to see. Yeah. Cuz there there's a few games I want to try. There is definitely and I think they're mainly Star Wars ones, but <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is it. I think anything vehicle based, especially
0: yeah. with like a, a Rogue Squadron style game. Yeah. um would be quite exciting. Yeah, well squ-
1: um, Squadrons is all in VR and you can play that all in VR, yeah. which I which would be very cool. Uh yeah. Vader Immortal, I think is another one I would like to try. Um and uh i can't remember if there's another star wars one but uh but another main one i want to play is resident evil 7 i want to get scared shitless in first person
0: (laughs) yeah that's what i'd like you to to live stream
1: yeah (laughs) i like i i never see the like i think live streaming like um like vr stuff i think is weird (laughs) For some reason, because you look Very like true. an absolute idiot. <laughs> like, yeah, that's is it. <laughs> this is but it. but it's, but it's en- cool. Yeah, but it's entertaining. Like um, like people getting shit
0: scared. It is fun. I like there was a there was a video that came out quite recently of somebody in the like the full rig. Yeah, where you're like in a, like a thing with a treadmill that you can. Oh yeah, can, yeah. yeah. Three sixty kind of treadmill. Yeah. yeah. Um, and just, <laughs> this guy was getting so scared and like trying to fight off whatever he was chasing and then he turns around and starts running like hell. <laughs> it's <is> so funny. <laughs> Whoever's filming them can't keep the camera straight cuz they're laughing so much. It's absolutely brilliant. Uh amazing. Amazing. I think I think when the new Gran Turismo comes out, I will yeah, potentially look at a, a VR hat. Um, it well, well in a second when the second version of the the VR comes out. Yeah, uh, I'll get one for Christmas, Smoke cuz I think that would be that would be pretty quite cool. cool indeed. Yeah. Um, and I'm sitting down the whole time. So Yeah, which is uh, good. Yeah. I'm my racing rig so yeah. I can't hurt myself or anyone else.
1: <laughs> you never know though. <laughs> you never know. Well, we'll, see. we'll find out. <laughs> we'll find out what I can do. <laughs> I mean, what things would be enhanced or like what things would you be looking forward to experiencing in VR in San Andreas? Or what things would you not be looking forward to experiencing in, Sa- in VR San Andreas? I don't know. I think maybe going to the gym would be dull as hell. Um, <laughs> you know, it's bad
0: enough. <laughs> it's bad enough going in real life. Come on. In third person, yeah. Um, let alone pretend going um, in VR. Um, I think driving for me, you know, driving, driving would be in, co- San- in yeah. those games... Is one of those things that I just absolutely love. And and as soon as it was good enough, I would always drive in first person yeah. on bonnet cam. Yeah. Um first person in, in GTA five. Mm-hmm. Um because I don't know, I just love that immersion into the city and it, yeah. it, it I don't know, it just totally changes everything. Um whereas I, I find first person while well, you're out of the car. Mm. It, it's not, you know, I think it's a third person game. It just doesn't feel like, it, it, like
1: it's, GTA. it's weird when, um, like it's weird when games give you the option of doing both. And, yeah. um, like, like I say, GTA, uh, GTA 5 is primarily a third person game that just gives you the element of first person stuff. And, yeah. uh, like you can tell, it feels like a third person game played, it, it doesn't feel as smooth and as fluid as a oh. normal first person um, like stuff like um, like Skyrim and everything like that give you the option to do third person or third uh, first person. Even though I think it was primarily a first person game, like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but I prefer playing it in third person. I because you customize your character. Like you make you make well, your own it. character, and you don't see them at all.
0: How am I going to see my kickass pink Mohawk? on cg exactly yeah i'm in 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 first person um if i'm in vr first person so yeah i think i think driving around i think some of the other stuff i don't know maybe maybe this is why it's taking years maybe they're really thinking about how to implement every single last aspect of that game of which there is a lot of aspects of that game yeah um a part of me really wants to meet claude in VR yeah that little kind of bit it'd just be
1: weird to like walk up and see him sitting on the bonnet of a car I mean how how are they going to do the cutscenes in this because the way that they do it in Resi 4 VR is quite weird I think okay in terms of like so they play the cutscenes but it's like a cinema sort of thing oh okay. yeah so so you can wave your hands about and stuff like that like uh and then it, like the whole cutscenes like on like a almost a cinema-esque kind of screen wow. Okay. It, it's weird that's
0: yeah. yeah kind of weird yeah yeah
1: but uh yeah i don't know how they would do the um do the cutscenes for it
0: yeah it's a really good point whether they just kind of put you into it yeah, yeah. But you see it all so they would maybe have to be re-rendering all the, like the back of those buildings or you know like the yeah the behind part that they, you know, they don't film. Um, yeah, so they're quite literally building, building walls and stuff onto things. Um, yeah, mm. yeah, it's a really good point. It's really interesting. I never thought of that.
1: Mm. Yeah, no, it's 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 going to be interesting to see. it. And uh, yeah. if I get a chance, obviously I'm going to play it.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. I'd love, yeah. I'd love a go. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I think um, because we, it's been announced, it's been spoken about. It can't be
1: too far away. Um yeah i would imagine so if it's if we're going by what rockstar's kind of doing at the moment is basically just like announcing things and going yeah it's here in a couple of months chill yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just i'm ch- down twitter just just chill just chill yeah have some bon bons. have some christmas bo- 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 bons. <laughs> 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 um.
0: Uh. all right then so that's a little bit of sub news um i read a little article or, or i read a little tweet um uh, that said that take two has posted a 53 million write-off in quarter two uh, after the decision uh and i quote here not to proceed with further development of an unannounced title <laughs> so <laughs> something take 2 related has been cancelled now first of all
1: uh, i'm going to say um table tennis table tennis 5 yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's right yeah i don't know like
0: um i mean what could it be i don't know i mean 53 million doesn't sound like a quarter's takings for a gta game does it because no. that game launched uh, sorry gta 5 launched at 500 million okay um, yeah. i believe it was it was
1: a stupid amount of money. Um,
0: so this is so they, this is something lower scale, but still huge. I mean, so, but
1: yeah, still huge. Not yeah. GTA. Um, what are we thinking? Are we thinking? Are we thinking like a remaster of Bully? Maybe you know what? It could be something like that. Red yeah. Dead. Maybe that's being mooted. Um, oh, but they they
0: can't cancel Red Dead. Like it maybe just slipped. Yeah, um, maybe. Oh well, no, it does say not to to continue development. Or yeah, something. So, yeah, so, so yeah. yeah. So you know what? It could be any of their partners. It doesn't have to be Rockstar. It
1: doesn't have to. Yeah. Well, it's take two. So um,
0: like, uh, it is. It is.
1: Yeah. Um, but yeah, we can speculate all the Rockstar games in the uh, world. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. Can. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it also kind of goes hand in hand. And then, as a Rockstar insider comes out and said that GTA has been started and scrapped several times, and it's kind of currently going through a bit of a
1: development hell. I heard that. Yeah, they've restarted development on six. Now. So. Um, yeah, uh, I don't know what to think about that. In terms of okay, so this game, well, the last well, two thousand thirteen was when GTA Five was released. They had Red Dead Two, which was mm-hmm. released two thousand 18, 18, 18, 18, yeah. 18. And uh, so that's five years in between. Uh, so mm-hmm. that uh, so they're om- we're almost um, yeah. So we're almost uh another eight years mm-hmm. like from when gta 5 so yep. this game has been in development for eight years now another another couple of games that have been development hell uh last guardian final fantasy 15 uh yep. jeep nukem forever all the, yep. all these games taking a decade to come out so it's good job you mentioned some of
0: those yes so i have a little article here from ykai yep. padaya um which seems to be a little website that's got information on it. Oh, ooh. Um, I've got a few games here. Yeah. Um, so let's just see. And the top one is, is makes my heart sink a little bit because I'm super excited about this. So here's a few games that go, went through development hell just to entertain us for a little while uh-huh. until we're hearing more information about GTA, of which I'm going to say right now I don't think is going to come out on current-gen consoles. I think PS6. But that's just me. Oh,
1: GTA, GTA 6 on PS6. Yeah, launch title. Great really a console generation is about seven eight years
0: yeah i'm gonna say it's not gonna come out
1: nah it, it's coming out in oh. ps5 it's coming out in ps5 if it, it's mid to late lifespan of ps5 i think okay well check back you know what <laughs> check back with us uh when we're
0: when we're the biggest podcast ever yeah um and <laughs> <laughs> we're quite literally yeah the grand theft auto uh, at that point yeah <laughs> drying up um <laughs> You you check back with us and we'll see. Yeah, we'll see who's right. Just we'll see who's right. Just got a feeling.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Um, okay. So, right, um, go for the it. first one, a game that went through. Uh, everybody was excited about and went through development hell. Aliens Colonial Marines.
1: Uh, that's a stinger. Um, hey. So, like, it went through development hell, but it, uh, like, I don't think it took ten years to.
0: Well or did it? Spent over twelve years. Oh, uh, first announced in two thousand one. Oh, uh, spent over twelve years in development hell. Um Ooh. ouch. <laughs> the original game was announced uh two thousand one, sorry, by uh development by Check Six Games. It yep. was cancelled. Yeah. The video game rights for Alien, the franchise, were sold in December of 2006 to Sega, uh, Gearbox Software. Yep. Um, uh, sorry, so, to Sega. Gearbox Software subsequently announced that it would take over development of Alien Colonial Marines, intending it to be a, a direct follow-up to Aliens. Yep. Uh, the game would spend another seven years in development, during which Gearbox's resources uh, were also being consumed by other projects, such as Duke Nukem Forever. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we're healer about that again today. Um, <laughs> As well as his own franchise, Borderlands. Okay. Resulting in much of the game's development being outsourced to other studios. When the game was released in 2013, where it was criticized for having various bugs, gameplay issues, low-quality graphics, as well as lack of consistent continuity with the Alien film franchise.
1: So, uh, do you know about the Alien's AI in this? In this one, no. No, so uh, so game was uh, critically panned, uh, fans hated it and everything like that. It was a buggy mess. Uh, Gearbox pretty much almost lied to you with the the trailer and stuff like that because mm-hmm. it was all like yeah. uh, pre-done and uh, pre-visualized and all that. And um, so I think it was maybe last year or the year before. It f- they figured out some modders figured out that the reason that the AI sucks in that game is because of one line of code. Oh really? And they fixed that line of code. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah. So it plays. So it plays a bit better now. But uh, okay, yeah, good. Uh, but yeah, it was one line of code, and I think it was just a misspelling of something. No. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. So twelve
0: years to spell something.
1: Yeah, I th- I think. Yeah, I think it's something ridiculous like that. But yeah,
0: that's crazy. Yeah, that's insane. I'm- I remember being extremely hyped for this game because I was again. It was at the time where I was traveling a lot for work, uh, and I would pick up every single PlayStation magazine that there was. Yeah. Uh, and I think they came out pretty much staggered. Maybe there was two in the first week of the month, then there was another one, then another one. So yeah. My whole month was just spent reading up on this game. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought this was going to be fantastic. Yeah. And then, and of course, it it came out with the and. One of my favorite journalistic uh, or video game journalistic um phrases is "bullshots," shots um which is screenshots that are just bullshit um <laughs> bull, shots. <laughs> bull shots um and it came out with uh that that's like cg kind of trailers and stuff and yeah. it just it was very disappointing however we did get a fantastic alien game quite recently that hopefully spawned out of the you know the the Phoenix of the Ashes, as it were. Yes,
1: definitely. Are we speaking about isolation? Yes, because yeah. it is phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, it's too scary for me, but yeah. I've heard people talk about it. Oh, it's, it sounds it, like fun. It's it's amazing. It, the only thing I'd probably say is that that game kind of overstays its welcome a wee bit. It's, I heard that. Yeah. It's a it's a lengthy game, but um, but yeah, it's it kind of diminishes the the effect of the Xenomorph because like for the first maybe. 10 hours of the game like you are shitting your pants <laughs> through the whole <laughs> thing uh but then like you kind of learn how he works and everything okay. like that and it becomes a little less scary and y- it just becomes almost more of a nuisance at that point in time got you, yeah got you. so kinda like yeah so if it if it like if it just streamlined it a bit more and stuff like that and threw a bit more curveballs at you like that game would mm-hmm. be like up there with like survival horror like royalty <laughs> totally um i believe it comes like a, a bit like big daddy you know yeah, something yeah.
0: that you you just don't go near until you get like pretty much overpowered and then you can yeah, just yeah. take them down pretty quickly, pretty quickly well right let's hope it's not that bad let's go that was 12 years so that's that's <laughs> oh yeah that's it's, the most so far yeah that's quite long um although gta 6 has not been announced yet so uh, yeah well, that's true yeah it's it's the, the clock is still yet to start ticking um <laughs> Twelve years
1: from when the, the night sets. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Very <laughs> <pretty>
1: much.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Um, all right. So we have Beyond Good and Evil Two. Yes, which
1: I, oh. which is still hasn't came out yet.
0: No, nope. No. No. An upcoming sequel to the 2003 video game Beyond Good and Evil. The original was released in 2003 and was critically praised and gained a cult following yep. but considered a commercial failure. Yep. As uh, the director said in May 2008 um, in an interview with the French magazine Video Games France. I'm not going to speak French on this because I'm just going to murder it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Beyond, Beyond Good and Evil um, sequel has been pre-production for a year at that point. Yeah. Um, But it was yet to be approved by Ubisoft. Uh, Ubisoft officially announced a sequel in 2016. I remember that because that was a huge E3 moment. Yes. Um, Ubisoft showed off the first new trailer for Beyond Good and Evil 2 during their E3 2017 conference. Uh, It was announced to be a prequel for the first game. Mm -hmm. We are still waiting to hear anything more.
1: Yeah. I I don't know what keeps happening to that game. Like, I just... Like, development hell is is very real and can destroy a lot of like brilliant ideas that are out there mm-hmm. and like if you sit and overthink things a bit too much, then you break something down you rebuild it, you break it down again you rebuild it and yep. um yeah, you can either lose interest in everything like that or you just lose your creative spark when you're developing these kind of things yep. uh so yeah it's a it's a shame because like um, I, I've heard great things about the the first one. Uh, I haven't actually played it myself, but um, mm-hmm. nope. but yeah, no, I've heard really, really good things about it, and uh, yeah, it just yeah, I feel for the guys that are huge fans of that game and not getting that totally. sequel. Yeah, totally. Um, let's hope, let's hope somebody picks it up yep. and uh, mm-hmm. it doesn't suck.
0: Yep, that's true. Right here it comes. I think this is the the grand idea of them all. Duke nukem forever. Because it took forever
1: to come out. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> uh, Singer <laughs> Quips and Jokes. <laughs> <laughs> quips and Jokes on the Grand Theft Podcast. Yep. Uh, um, <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, did you ever see the early trailers for this game? Uh no not that I can not that. Uh, I think uh, so the early trailers, I think it was I think it was almost like in development for So I think it was PC, and I I have a funny feeling it was N64 as well. Yeah, okay. I think so, and it looked really cool. Like it was very. um, I think it like kind of almost reminded me a little bit of GoldenEye and stuff like that, but obviously with the Duke Nukem skin and stuff. And I I think we've talked we've talked about Duke Nukem before, and the fact that he is like um, he is a fossil at this stage, and uh, like he is a product of the early nineties. Um like tail end of the eighties action film um misogynistic yep. kind of uh ladies' man yep. sort of thing uh and I don't think that would work in uh twenty twenty one no no not at all I think you know the industry itself
0: is has moved on yeah, so yeah. much you know in such a male dominated um industry back then yeah it um, was yeah with an office full of dudes um yeah, yeah. making shit jokes um yeah and it kind of worked i guess with duke nukem 3d i yeah
1: but yeah, duke nukem 3d is a fantastic game to go back to like um it's it just reminds me of like it's nostalgia for me because like it was sure. it was one of those taboo games that you like you weren't supposed to be playing but you did play and yeah. it was like uh the only ever like proper pc game that i was quite good at and uh yeah i plowed my way through that game like i like i finished that game uh there were so many like funny bits in it and stuff like that and uh the less said about the uh the strippers the better but <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I was. Well, considering- I, I was. I, I was a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is yeah. what it was there
0: for. It was. It was. It was kind of. Yeah. That's where it's.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it was like. Uh. It, yeah. It was directed towards males. Yeah, definitely. Of. uh Yeah. Of that. Of that. fourteen years. Yeah. Of for <laughs> yeah. fourteen years and above and yeah. Um, yeah like it's it's just such a project of the time but like Duke King Roman 3D is such a well playing Doom clone mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. It, it plays so well and the gunplay is amazing uh, the enemies are like memorable the missions are fun as hell um like uh, it scared the crap out of me when I was younger as well like I yeah, I hate I, I hate the aliens I hate the uh uh, we call them piggy patrollers, which was the police sure. piggy patrollers. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, yeah, like it was, it was. It's definitely just a product of its time. But, uh, yeah. but yeah, like uh, I was excited. I was really genuinely excited for Duke Nukem Forever coming out. And then it just took forever to come out, and it got dropped Literally. by different developers. It got uh, it got pawned off and stuff like that. But I think Gearbox did pick it up in the end, and um yeah, like uh, it just felt out of place. It just really felt out of place when it came out in 2011. I think it was. Um, it 11? was 2011. So yeah, yeah. Um, fourteen years. Fourteen years in development.
0: Yeah, yeah, ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it's it is ridiculous. And like, like I have the game. I've finished the game. Uh, there was some fun in that game, and I was like, ah, Juke's back, cool. Uh, but yeah, it just, it just felt so out of place yeah. in yeah very much. in that point in time and stuff like that because we were drifting towards like um like uncharted um mm-hmm. and like proper really good storytelling games and stuff yeah rounded characters rounded and- characters and everything like that and like everyone had evolved it, they'd grown up at this point in time yeah um so yeah uh, i matured so (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's it that's it but duke had not duke had not
0: no no well speaking of quite a game (laughs) half-life two episode three (laughs) Uh, kind
1: of the polar opposite oh uh, yes in a way uh half-life three is a joke like like, it's a meme meme in itself and stuff like that uh do i think it will happen maybe after what has recently happened, do you know what recently happened? Well, they had a VR version of it. Uh, they had uh, Half Life Alex. Yeah. And do you know what happens? What the- did recently happen? Yeah. Oh do, no! Do you know? No. Do you right. Okay. Let's get into it. Okay. Oh, cool. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um. I haven't played Half Life Alex. I only know the ending of it, uh, which kind of uh sets off alarms and everything but uh yeah mm-hmm. uh, yeah again spo- why am i spoiling everything today i don't know why i just, I, I, just i'm in a very spoiled pants yeah i'm in a very talky mood it's great good. it's <laughs> pretty good for a podcast
0: <laughs> you know what it's a good trait
1: yeah so um <laughs> so at the end of half-life alex uh well have you ever played uh half-life 2 episode 2 yes yes so you know what happens at the end of that where uh I do, yeah. yeah alex's dad dies and uh yeah so what happens at the end of Alex is that there is some time travel, and she, right, okay. she goes back to that, and she basically takes the place of her dad. Oh, uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, got excited. Uh, so excited. She, I, I think, yeah. She, yeah. So she takes the place of her dad. Uh, so uh, her dad's alive now, and okay. the ending cutscene is him handing the player a crowbar okay and says come on uh, uh, oh come on Gordon it's time to get to work the free man the free man yeah so you take so so you play uh, so at the end you are Gordon Freeman at the end of it and you got to get to work so Obviously, there's more coming. Yeah, so uh, so basically, the end of Half Life Alex sets up either Half Life Two Episode Three or Half Life Three. Mm-hmm. So this is the thing about Valve is they never finish games. They never do. Have, the, they're three. scared of the number
0: three. What's going on? I mean, I would imagine it came with another Portal game. <laughs> <laughs> that would just be too cool. Uh but
1: yeah, like uh, like when I when I heard the ending of Alex, I was like, oh, that is very cool, and uh, I think it's got everyone excited for whatever comes next like i think fans will be happy if it's half-life 2 episode 3 or if it is half-life 3 itself either way either and, way i mean and
0: they b- no, as long as there's more what
1: if now here's a what if <laughs> what right what if it is half-life 3 but it's yeah. bundled together with uh with portal 3 mm-hmm. and left for dead 3 oh, so Portal 3 yeah so so basically but but everything's in like the same universe because we know Portal and Half-Life are in the same universe. Yes. Yeah. So what if what if uh, elements of Portal leak into Half Life and Half Life oh, and stuff like that. So it's actually the same. Yeah, okay. yeah. Freeman gets a Portal gun or something like that. So actually, they are the same game. Yeah, they are the same game. So they have they elements uh, like so. Basically, like you end up ha- playing the dual protagonists of Gordon Freeman and Chell. And Glados isn't. Oh, oh no, Just no, imagine this GLaDOS is Glados and GLaDOS and Gordon Freeman. Like, <laughs> like Gordon won't that speak would be to so it. So good yeah oh would get so pissed
0: off (laughs) right we need to write video games oh we do we do we need (laughs) to get a campaign everybody email Valve Game Neil listen to
1: us please
0: (laughs) man because that's been that's been
1: 2006 yeah
0: that has and that's that's our longest so far yeah Uh, but if you've
1: taken Half-Life Alyx into account then I guess they've had a little bit of it in there but I mean but it's not it's not Half-Life 2 Episode 3 or Half-Life 3 so yeah okay
0: oh well you know what you've made me want that game yeah that is half Portal Life Three.
1: Half, half Portal Life Three. <laughs>
0: that needs to happen.
1: Oh, it needs to happen. Oh, yeah.
0: Aperture and Black Mesa need to yeah. somehow, yeah. in a time travel kind of thing, yeah, get like sucked together. Yeah, um, it'll be so good. And either Potato gla- GLa- Glados or <laughs> Big Big. GLa- oh well, if it goes back in time, it'll be Big Glados. I suppose, yes, it will be. Yeah, if there's a bit of that, so Big Glados and um, Gordon Freeman and Gordon Freeman. Buddy Cop it need to go, oh, oh. <laughs> Give us jobs, G- please.
1: G- GLaDOS is just, like, quoting, like, stuff that Chris Tucker says from Rush Hour. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Could you imagine that?
1: Gordon Freeman, you're crazy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would like some tropical fruit bubblelicious and some Skittles just to- taking quotes from all of the best buddy cop films throughout the, the time i'm
1: and too old for this
0: shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay everybody start emailing oh my god jobs. oh get, all we need yeah is a little bit of caffeine yeah a semi late night yeah and we've got oh yeah shit tons of ideas oh we
1: do we really really do
0: i mean to be fair it's not even 9 p.m right now i know i was in bed at half eight last night <laughs> I wasn't far but I finished work at 8 and about an hour and a half later I was in bed all tucked up and cozy right Mother 3 oh a sequel to the 1994 Super Famicom yep or Super Nintendo Super Nintendo yeah SNES if you like RPG Mother 2 Mm -hmm. released as Earthbound uh, in 1995 in North America Mm mhm the game was initially intended to be, uh, to be released on the, the SNES uh, like its pre- predecessor, starting development shortly after the latter's release, mm-hmm. before shifting focus to the Nintendo 64's disc drive add-on. Mm-hmm. Following the failure of that add-on, I wonder why, um, <laughs> the media format of the game was shifted to the standard N64 cartridge before the development team's inexperience with 3D-orientated video game creation and its large series uh, of delays um, led to the game being quietly cancelled in 2000. Eventually, assets of the cancelled project were collected and converted into a 2D format and the project restarted development on the Game Boy Advance 12 years after its conception. Mother 3 was finally released on the Game Boy Advance in 2006, but only in Japan. So that worked out for everyone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Yay. Great. Never played any of the Earthbound, never played any of the mother games, so, but I know of uh, its kind of legacy and stuff like that, and, um, yeah, um, yeah, it, it's weird. It is alpha, afa weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for a game
0: to to go through so many different things, fair enough, there was huge technological shifts in the late 90s with video games. Yeah. Um, you know, the N64, I think the N64, in my my opinion, is still a better console than the PlayStation, but the PlayStation did more technologically for gaming. Yes. And that's why the PS2 came out, because it had learned an awful lot from the PS1. Yeah. Uh, it's not like it was bad. I mean, it was a great console, but yeah. the, the graphical power of the... The N sixty four was actually for me su- far superior to the the CD based. Um, the, but when they yeah when they went to to DVD and they could just yeah pack that thing full of data four point seven yeah. gigabytes yeah worth of goodness yeah um, <laughs> that's when it really took a step forward and and GameCube really became almost a toy in comparison. Yeah, on those like mini CDs and yeah. I mean, uh, GameCube again was still great, and I think slightly ahead of its time with a couple of things that it was doing. Yeah,
1: definitely. Um, Um, Yeah, no, like of uh, course the Wii just ripped up the rulebook. Yeah, the Wii just ripped up the rulebook, and like it's just Nintendo being Nintendo. Uh, And uh, but yeah, um, like I always it's weird, like because I always thought that the N sixty four like graphically it looked better than the PlayStation, like it looked a lot smoother, but it also looked duller. Than the PlayStation. Yeah. I thought I, I thought, I thought the PlayStation color. was a bit more crisp uh and stuff. And mm-hmm. um they, um so there's a there's a fantastic example of like things being ported to both consoles uh in the yep. form of Resident Evil 2. Now Resident Evil okay. 2 was over two discs and stuff like that, and they managed mm-hmm. to fit both of them somehow into yep. one N64 cartridge yeah and um like I think the quality in the audio got dipped, the videos got dipped, uh there was a few other things. I think there was a couple of cut con and stuff like that, but managing um, to squeeze Resident Evil Two onto that thing was an absolute masterpiece, like I don't know yeah, how they managed yeah, yeah. it, but um, but, yeah, like, um, I don't know, like, I'd always find myself whenever I played like the n sixty four and stuff like that that it just it didn't pop as much i don't think for sure. for me
0: yeah 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 i think it's maybe the opposite with me because i had the 64 yeah. and was looking at the playstation yeah it's one of those um i say both absolutely fantastic and both really influential yeah yeah definitely in the late 90s yeah. as to what was a way to happen mm-hmm. with um xbox and, and ps2 and i mean that's just when gaming really went from gaming into it's a gaming system, a yeah, game yeah. console kind of thing. Yeah. It was
1: well I would say it was more of a it was more of an entertainment system when it came to the PS two and the totally. Xbox and stuff like that, because you had your D V D player, you could play CDs, mm-hmm. you could do all that kind of things and stuff with it.
0: Totally. Yeah. yeah, and that was a part of the genius of the, the PS1. Yeah. Is putting a, a CD player in every every kid's bedroom kind of thing. Yep. Listen to Limbuskid on it. Yep. So one more just before we we get on. Um mm-hmm. just to, just to round everything up. So we've got um Star Citizen so development of this game began in 2011 and is being mostly financed from a large crowdfunding campaign the game was originally planned for a 2014 release but significant delays in um, production uh, and the expansion of gameplay features um meant that it had to be delayed indefinitely due to mismanagement of some of the early work done for the first person shooter um module has been scrapped altogether resulting in wasted financial resources and development time as of right now there is no clear release date for the game so i don't think we're going to have to crowdfund gta 6 uh, even with all the talented modders and and uh, coders out there mm-hmm. um but hey Get your get your keyboard sharp because uh, we
1: might have to do it ourselves.
0: <laughs> but we've got all the good ideas, so come to us and we'll write it for you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then all you clever people can do all the
1: coding. Yeah, we're we're idea men. That's that's where we are. That's what we are. Yeah, we're idea men. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, just make it. We'll only take a massive cut. Yeah, make it happen. Like um, like I I want uh I want a GTA on the moon. Um, uh, make it happen. That's it. Make it happen. Just <laughs> make it. Happen. I don't I don't I don't care how. Just just. Do it. <laughs> Make it happen. Make it happen. Uh, um, uh, yeah, there's a uh, one that I'd like to mention. Um mm-hmm. so uh there when it was Final Fantasy Thirteen was released and they had this whole kind of um idea planned for Final Fantasy Thirteen that there was going to be multiple games that made up the thirteen mm-hmm. universe. Uh so yep. you had um yeah, so the main Final Fantasy 13, you had uh Final Fantasy fantasy versus 13 that's right yeah, yeah yeah and you had um was it uh, final fantasy is it Agito, i think it was called or something along those lines which ended up becoming mm-hmm. type zero hd which came out uh so all these were supposed to be in the same universe and um so versus 13 was one i was really excited for because it looked very dark gritty and stuff like that and it looked pretty badass uh but then it went through the usual kind of development hell and stuff like that. Uh it mm-hmm. got to a certain stage and Square Enix basically <laughs> took the title Final Fantasy Versus 13, played well mm-hmm. played the trailer for it first at some yep. E3, then Final Fantasy Versus 13 came up. It shattered and turned into Final Fantasy 15. Ooh. Yeah, so um so Versus 13 ended up becoming 15. It took 10 years to make and 15 uh, is a weird one as well because they tried to do the whole multimedia thing. So, like, yeah, there was yeah. a film, there was the game, and stuff like that. There was a mobile uh, section as well, I think. And uh, you had to, like, watch the film. Yeah. No, you had to watch the film, you had to watch the anime, and then you had to play the game in order to get the full story. Because one of the biggest uh, things that happened in that game happens off screen in the main game okay. it's weird like like Noctis reads it in a paper that, okay yeah. yeah and uh but in the film it's like this big massive battle that happens for the kingdom and and like uh like noctus's dad gets like killed off and everything like that and uh, and noctus finds out when he's away like off with the boys on his road trip and stuff and he's just like oh my hometown got invaded Oh, my dad's dead. <laughs> oh. It's well oh. it's weird. It's a it's a weird game, but like um, but a uh, fifteen is actually it's quite a enjoyable Final Fantasy to play in terms of like a, okay. it establishes a really good relationship between the four guys in it, yeah, and okay. uh, like you actually feel like they are like proper characters and they do interact really well together. Um, sure. But yeah, it's a it's a weird one, but it's, it is good, and like nice. I think it, I don't think it's lived up to the 10 year hype but uh but still an enjoyable game and i think if it released as versus 13 i think it would have got panned completely but yeah, because yeah, it yeah. reinvented itself and renamed itself and stuff like that i think it kind of saved itself well yeah you know what
0: development hell is there for yep. kind of a reason i mean these these are not easy things to make no. Mean, no no media really is i mean from albums to to movies and things like that. Just some of them are a lot easier to yeah, yeah. to release. Like, you know what, a bad album. Yeah, you know, I mean, look at um uh, Chinese Democracy yeah. uh, by Guns N' Roses. I mean, that was ages and ages and ages. And yeah. it's not a
1: bad album. It's really. not, it's really not. No. It's not
0: a great Guns N' Roses album. But it's yeah. it's an alright album. Yeah, yeah. Um and it, it was it was yeah, it was kind of along the same thing, but it it's not something that gets scrapped and lost in the same kind of way that um that a video game does so it's it's still quite a unique yeah medium if you like yeah um but hey you know what yep we might have a little bit of time to wait for gt6 but mm-hmm. hey we've got a new definitive collection to play and you've got an awesome podcast to listen to yeah so we've got the microphones and you can listen yeah all right now it's time to check in with some npc dialogue Gary and I have been down to a local twat cafe. We checked our inbox and we've had an email from Craig, less than three, Brittany. Uh, and Craig says, Do you think a mainline GTA could ever be set outside the US at this point? Or do you think American culture has become intrinsically part of its identity as a franchise? Well,
1: that's a, there is a thinker a, yeah as a thinker as a deep deep question <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is thank you very much uh craig Lesson three Brittany. Yeah. um it's you know what it's 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 a very tough question because my my initial reaction is no i'll be fine yeah but then it, it's 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 about its identity and it's about how it it does what it does um it's and maybe no i don't think it i don't think it
1: could at this point well uh considering the only one that we've had outside of the u.s has been london mm-hmm. and uh i i was i was speaking to one of my friends the other day and i was like oh i'm well excited for the definitive edition to come out and he's like mm-hmm. ah it's it's not gta london and yeah, he, okay. he he was uh, like i think he's he was very much like of that time when that that was his game that was his gta was gta london as uh, so i think he he really liked the getaway and uh like um other kind of spin-offs of gta that are set in mm-hmm. different places rather than actually in the US, but but it's a very good question in terms of like like gta has established its kind of image and everything like that through the parodies that it does of the united states and it's a really 100%. strong theme that runs throughout all of them apart from london yes but then yeah, yeah. but then london flips it on its head and does a parody of uh of great britain so so this yeah. is
0: this is what's my kind of like thoughts behind it is that to parody america in the way it does so yeah gta is america um I, I i think american culture is more widely known globally yeah. at this point um and and you know all the you know is true of, of the last you kind know, of like maybe 30 to 40 years yeah, yeah um with the success of american tv yeah. you know literally everywhere yeah, yeah um that i think it's easier for everybody to relate to the american culture and the american parody and satire that's going on just now yeah, yeah. um and it goes on in those games as well um than it would be for the british stuff yeah, yeah. um and, you know there's exceptions but I, again is it is americanized i don't know like think about like austin powers yeah <laughs> You know that totally sent up um, British stuff, and there, there's little bits in there the British folk watch and go, "Ha!" Yeah, um, they will get that maybe nobody else will get. Yeah, um, but if you were to really go into like you know radio like um uh, british radio and british tv Mm -hmm. uh and really really nail down the parodies the way the gta do yeah yeah. i think american audiences or or, or other audiences that aren't too familiar with the way yeah you know with the british kind of like media and and tv i don't think they would get it i think they would think it's too far-fetched when actually yeah yeah. it would be absolutely on the on the nose but um yeah it'd be interesting to see how that would that would translate you know
1: abroad yeah it is yeah, it's, it's weird. Like, I, like I would love, I would love to see a GTA set in uh, the UK. Like, I think, mm. I think that'd be like something really close to home. Like, I think we've we have talked about this, and uh, yeah, um, I'd love to see that. But like that, that question has just got me thinking that London's been the only one that they've done that's outside, and mm-hmm. every other one's in, in some fictional version of um, the United States of America. <laughs> and even, like, Chinatown Wars, like, that was... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, set in, um, that's set in Liberty City, isn't it?
0: Uh, I believe so. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a spin-off of, like, the
1: the triad stuff. That's yeah. In From 3. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so... Um, yeah, that's what that game is. Like, it is mm-hmm. a parody of... Uh, United States culture and um, and references and everything along those lines. Yes, Rockstar are a British developer, and yeah. um, everything like that. And they do bring a lot of their influences across and stuff like that. Like obviously having like Love Fist um, and yeah, in that yeah, uh, yeah. Kent Paul, uh, you have um, like. I'm sure there's some other kind of... Uh, like bringing Ricky Gervais over for GTA 4 mm-hmm, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So so they are very aware of their roots, but um, I don't know whether they think that it's... Is it easier to parody the US than it is Brit- Britain, maybe? It's it's a really good shout as well. Yeah. I mean, I, I always quote back
0: to, to Sam Hauser, yeah. you know, a few years ago saying i'm glad i'm not writing a gta just now because there's there's nothing really to parody yeah, yeah. you know with the the state of of, of just politics and everything yeah. the way it was at that time yeah um and of course i mean even trickier now that we've gone through a, you know a pandemic and yeah, yeah. and how each each country kind of has done it i mean yeah i i guess another kind of thought and maybe again it's it's maybe the way we in britain consume media from all across the world. Yeah. And I, I don't know if it's the same. Please, any American or uh, any um, listeners from, from elsewhere, write in and just... How much British TV do you guys see? Watch, I mean, yeah. other than... I know... Um, the office was... Like, the Great British Bake... Oh, yeah, so yeah. the original office. The original great office. Big, great British, great British uh, Bake Off, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'd be really interesting to find out what you guys see from British TV and and our kind of,
1: like, media culture, because... Yeah, well, I, I, know, I know Doctor Who, like, is got quite yeah, big over point. in uh, the states now as well. Like the newer <laughs> run of Doctor Who. And uh yep. I've seen um like um there's always been like uh, like the US have tried to like make their own versions of like like in between years and um yeah. and Red Dwarf got remade in the States as well at one yeah, point. It yeah, yeah it did. Yeah it did. Uh but yeah like um like as far as far as I know I think like Red Dwarf is quite received pretty well. Over in the states, and I think yes. Blackadder yeah. as well. Oh, very good. Yeah, yeah, um, but mainly because it was probably Ron Atkinson as well. Because um, yeah, I know Mr. Bean. Mr. As well, Bean, yeah. yeah. Well, Mr. Bean's worldwide. Like, yeah. I, I was, I was like literally speaking about this to someone uh, the other day, and I was just like, Ron Atkinson's physical comedy. Him being quite silent and stuff like that, and it's just it's mm-hmm. it's such a worldwide appeal. Everyone can understand it. Yeah, yeah, true, very true. He doesn't need to talk. He does not need to talk, but like his like the situations he gets himself into, like he's almost like like he's almost like the Jim Carrey of Britain in yep. in ter- in terms of like eh, like Jim Carrey is such a like a physical actor. Like eh, he like yeah. Jim Carrey doesn't need to say anything. He just needs to move about and do something, and he's hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Um, it's the same with Rowan Atkinson, yeah. Yeah, very much. I yeah.
0: mean, Rowan's just an utter genius. Yes, he um, is. I love his stuff. I love his stuff. Yeah, um, yeah it's just, it's really interesting because it'd be very interesting to see as well because, I don't know, because, you know, we're talking potentially about GTA 6 being... Um, Depending on which version of whatever rumor you're listening to, yeah, <laughs> uh, might be half set in like a, a South American setting as mm. well as as you know 1970s slash 80s Miami. Yeah, yeah. Um, how would they send up uh, like a, a Columbia or mm-hmm. or um that kind of like thing, or would they go Australia or yeah. you know mm. where where could they go that they could parody in the, exactly the same way? And
1: yeah,
0: I guess. Anybody local to those places will be maybe listening to this, or, or yeah. you know, thinking um, to themselves, "How would they? How would they parody my, yeah. my hometown or my my country that yeah. um, in a way that a global audience mm-hmm. would understand it? Um, yeah, well, and I think that's the biggest kind of conundrum that they've got just now.
1: Yeah, definitely, and." Um yeah but uh, Rockstar did do it with Scotland in terms of Lovefest they did they did it really really well um,
0: and I don't know I mean it wasn't such a huge part of the game but I, I mean Lovefest are international superstars um, yeah, yeah, and um, I think people love it for it because it's so quirky and it's yeah, yeah. it's crazy and I don't know if people realise that that's quite accurate <laughs> I mean, people think that they may be putting on like stupid accents, but we, I know people who oh, talk yeah, like that. Oh, yeah. I know that. people. Um, I know
1: people who talk like that as well. Uh, I, like That is the northeast yeah. of
0: Scotland. That's where we're from. That's the northeast of Scotland accent. Yeah. Um, we maybe don't sound exactly like that, but yeah, there is people that I see every single day that do sound like Aye. that. Aye.
1: Chookters. we call them. Proper Chookters. Proper Chookters. All right. Aye. go, go, go can't believe we wanted that. that's amazing um yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically i is i is yes in hi 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 but I, then, <years> I don't know why I don't know why this has become a thing, but like I think a lot of older people like uh, I think we've picked up on it is like the fact they'll say i but like they'll do an inwards breathe of it breathe it is. in it's like, <superficMS> <intox pięk abnorm tortilla> <stencil> It's great, oh amazing. Uh, yep, yeah. Um, yeah, like
0: that would be great. I mean, that's what we would want to see, really. Yeah, is your main protag- protagonist. All right, last start. hi, 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 hi. What you got for us today, like? Got us a bang job. All right. <laughs> come down in brewery and we'll get
1: that for there. Hi, 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 hi. Oh, my days, like. <laughs> <laughs>
0: could you imagine that or a, a pure brummy accent or you know whatever it would be it would maybe i mean you would need subtitles for some of it for i think certain parts of the world who were who were kind of playing it and it's like the the um dangerous trollerman yeah, yeah. program as well that I, I believe gets sent out all across the world um yeah of the the guys up in peterhead and Aye. peterhead um, Peter Heed. and they were they're all subtitled as right. well and again they're just talking yeah just some scottish well, just speckin- talking. They're just just speckin just speckin um, <laughs> just speckin yeah but uh. they needed subtitles or they felt they needed subtitles for the rest of the uk at least i uh slash the world <laughs> uh, in order to to understand them so, yeah and i think with certain kind of like parodies and send-ups and and the way our radio is i mean it'd be great just imagining some of the you know the radio djs and stuff like that yeah um it would be fantastic, in the way that, like our TV and yeah. stuff is. I'd love
1: to. I'd love to. I'd love to hear what if uh, there's any like any Americans or anything like that have watched uh, still game before. Yeah, yeah, because that's uh, like Glasgow kind of base comedy um, of uh, like a bunch of old men just in retirement and stuff, and uh, it is hilarious it is it's so funny uh and it can be quite heartfelt at points as well and Mm -hmm. stuff like that and you get really attached to the characters but yeah um they actually started off as like it was a sketch show that they used to do called tune the fat and uh, yep. it, that was one of... That the, means having a conversation, yeah, by the way. Yeah, the fat. Tune I mean, the fat. Tune the fat means having a conversation. And uh, yeah, so they had their characters, Jack and Victor. And uh, yeah, they've become like... Uh, that's That little sketch became a whole show that lasted nine seasons. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's fantastic. So, uh, the, it is hilarious.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Um, apparently, uh, it had a huge spike in viewing because everybody was looking for Squid Game. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> it's apparently it's, they kept on it's, finding it's still, still Game. game. <laughs> it was it. Yeah amazing squid game's great squid game is good yeah i think i'd rather watch a still game yeah yeah totally um it's a very very good question um and i think it would really depend on the worldwide appeal of said area and i think they've maybe passed that situation maybe if like instead of like san andres they went to london yeah um you know straight after 80s and maybe um with the, the kind of period pieces as well yeah. you know um i mean 1960s yeah. london instead of like modern day london yeah. you know maybe that would have a better appeal again with writing off the back i guess of, of things like uh austin powers yeah, and yeah. stuff
1: but <laughs> I, I i think that would that would probably yeah, could you imagine? <laughs> sorry um, sorry i i like um i've just i just remembered uh i'll, I'll have to send you it's uh austin powers but in <laughs> mass effect have you seen it oh shit it's so funny (laughs) nice can we can can we really trust this person to save the universe he's the only person we can trust (laughs) it's Austin (laughs) Powers (laughs) (laughs) what would you like to talk about what would you like to talk about Commander shall we shag now or shall we shag later
0: (laughs) now i've got you recorded saying that i know (laughs)
1: that's
0: on my own my own personal soundboard
1: machine gun jubblies how did i miss those (laughs) 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 so okay right let's let's answer uh that question with do we think that gta can be set outside of the u.s will we see a gta outside the u.s do you think we will uh, to answer the question directly, mainline no, I don't think so. I think I will agree with you. Mainline no, it will always be in the states, and uh, I think if we get a spin-off, it will be set somewhere else. I think they could. I like London. London seems like a good one because it could be done as a remake.
0: Yeah, it's an obvious. Yeah, it, uh, an it's obvious a, it's an obvious
1: one. one. So take the building blocks from GTA London and mm-hmm. tool it up and make it like like play like a modern GTA, but like yeah, yeah, with. Yes. With all that kind of stuff. And like, totally. do you like, um, uh, to like touch on the missions, make them more, make them fit better into that kind of world and stuff like that. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. totally.
0: I, I definitely think, um, I think smaller ones, or, and depending how they, they plan to keep expanding yeah. um, uh, online, you know, potentially they could just put in like a, a you know, a London expansion yeah. pack kind of thing yeah. and have like smaller snippets and if people don't yeah. get it or don't want to or yeah. don't like that kind of, the, the way it's parodied but yeah you know your british audience will love it yeah perfect yeah you know that that would be absolutely fine yeah but that's why we'd like to hear in um, yeah. Podcast at gmail.com let us know you know the, the popularity or the the awareness of of other places and let's see if we can kind of narrow something down mm-hmm. um so we can take that to rockstar when we go down for our big jobs yes definitely so thank you very much everybody for the wonderful feedback on our spooky spooky episode uh it was an awful lot of fun to do we just hope that we didn't traumatize anybody too much (laughs) Um, yeah yeah but thank you very much for sharing that and and thank you very much for everyone getting back to us yeah Gary, thank you very much for yet another mid to early late night. Um, yeah, no, no,
1: it's it's been good. Uh, yeah, no, it's been a good one this week. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. Good questions. And uh, yeah, I got to talk about Silent Hill 2, which was great. <laughs> to be fair, that's a good day. Yeah. It's a good day yeah. Any. Day. Yeah, it's a good day anyway. And uh, yeah, we are still six days away. And so I think after this, I'll go score, uh, score that off my calendar and... Countdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's it. Just yeah. Scratch. Scratch. Done.
0: Tuck yourself in bed. Yep.
1: <laughs> six more days. Six more sleeps. <laughs> six more sleepies. <laughs>
0: uh. But hey, remember, for other podcasts in school, we're remaking our most popular three episodes with better faces, new voice actors, and a heap of improvements. Hey guys, until next week, keep it six stars.
1: Yeah. <laughs>